0: It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got have a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Maple Leaf Bar on Oak Street. Correct, Andrew? That's correct. That's where I came. Okay, I don't hear you at all. The Maple Leaf is the longest-running <laughs> music club in New Orleans. It's been hosting music here for 45 years. Lenny Green is here. Lenny, you play yes. on the stage, yes, sir. Once in a while, I've seen saw photos of you online playing, yes, sir. I've never seen you playing here live, though. For some reason, why is that? I'll be here to, February fifth, February the fifth,
1: and I'll be here February thirteenth. The, okay. Which is the night before Valentine's Day.
0: That's a handy day. Why, why those two odd days, 5 and 13? Is well, that, Are you like a numerologist? Well, have,
1: <laughs> almost. <laughs> well, I have two bands. Uh, I have a reggae ah. band with Renard Poche, Nola right, Reggae, right. every first Wednesday at the Maple Leaf for 2020. And I have my band, which is R&B Funk, a little dance. We're doing something for Valentine's Day, pre-Valentine's Day.
0: Right. Oh, so, that's nice. So, so it's like getting the mood. So yeah. So bring your,
1: bring, your, bring your lady. So you're here. Set the vibe. The
0: first. What did you say? The first what? of every <laughs> First mo- Wednesday. First Wednesday. First every Wednesday. Every month is, in 2020. It's reggae night. Oh, okay. And George Porter is here every Monday night. The Rebirth Brass Band is here every Tuesday. And John Cleary is playing here at the Maple Leaf every Friday night through Jazz Fest. So how about that? It's Love a pretty, it. It's a pretty good lineup. One,
2: favorite, favorite artist.
0: artist. F- favorite artist
1: total fever. i mean george porter george John porter Cleary, is a genius and John I
0: mean, it's amazing and you get to see them in this little intimate setting I, here which is one of the great i'm Spald, right andrew are you back on now
3: check check nope no. oh
0: well, you can i can you hear yourself check no i Come can't on. hear you colin says he can hear you fine check Come check back to us that doesn't make three. any check, sense check. whatsoever and the fabulous flip orley is here all the way from lafayette louisiana
4: yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I had nothing going on today, so I drove in for the podcast.
0: That's nice. Thanks for doing that. You have nothing going on usually on – what's the Wednesday afternoon?
4: Yeah, it's a Wednesday. I've got uh, my kids at his mom's house, and um, I think I told you I'm between, uh, I'm between uh, relationships, and uh, I don't have a pet.
0: You did mention that you were between relationships just before we went on here. You actually didn't use those terms. You said I'm between batshit crazy women, I think.
4: I may have said that. If, uh, if there's bipolar involved, then I'm, I'm a major attraction.
0: But you're attracted to bipolar women or bipolar women are attracted to you?
4: At least one of them, but I think they're uh, attracted to me. I think right. I
0: have the same syndrome.
4: Are you divorced five times? Uh, once. Are you? Yeah. Once. Underachiever.
0: <laughs> You've been divorced <laughs> five times.
4: <laughs> that doesn't include the, uh, the fiancé uh, and I that broke up before the marriage. So that's like but five and a half.
0: It doesn't include the one that broke up before the marriage. So – it- but you've, been, it's di- so you've weird. been divorced five times. Is that what you're saying?
4: Been divorced five times. Yeah, she wanted to keep the engagement ring, and I said no. And she said, why? All the other women got to keep their engagement ring. And I go, yeah, well, they fucking married me. <laughs> like, you're, you're bailing early. So, <laughs> what,
0: Is there a sort of a universal reason why these women get divorced from you, or is it you?
4: I have about a one-year shelf life.
0: What do you think it is that you're doing wrong that you haven't figured out after
4: five? Uh, my picking skills are pretty bad. Your what skills? Picking. Picking Picking with an I. Picking? Picking. Picking. Selecting. I don't pick well. You mean you're a bad chooser?
0: Chooser, yeah. What's the common mistake you're making? The
4: common denominator is fucking me. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm getting
0: at. After five times,
4: isn't there some sort of
0: common thing that you've picked up that you're doing wrong that you could have corrected after you know four, what's, so,
4: what's so weird well i mean yeah i but what's so weird is like i've answered your question i don't, I don't think you believe me but here at least is part of the deal <laughs> i'm
0: not disbelieving you no i just um can get more specific so like
4: so i don't meet women in church i don't meet women um at uh, like the pta i don't meet women at the office because i'm a stand-up comic and i travel around the country and i guess i guess sort of the common denominator is meeting women at shows uh, is okay. probably not the best locale. That might be the problem. I that's think a that's, a, that's a big problem. Yeah.
0: Well, what do you think the reason? You mean because they're are they in the audience? Is that one working?
1: No. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: <laughs> How can we, Andrew? This is the weirdest day of all. Yeah,
1: time. I can't hear it. So, I can't hear Colin,
0: anything. But Colin says you're in the show. Not
1: Great. But I love the two mic shot it right there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense though,
4: Colin. What is going on? Yeah.
0: None <laughs> of these mics work, Andrew. Maybe there's some. Like a vortex. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist or something? Yeah. Something, some weird and you should
4: happen. have a good mic because it was your idea to use the, uh, the, the mic stands. Yeah. I think I doomed it.
2: Yeah. it. Sounds
4: good here. Okay. Well,
0: apparently we'll be able to hear it fine on the day. Oh. Just uh, tr- <laughs> trust that I'm saying, expressing positive things to okay. you. Okay. Oh, here, here's the answer take off one of these headphones. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> and the audience <laughs> is all that matters. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. Okay. So, anyway, we're back to meet. Where did you meet your girlfriend? At a show?
3: I met her (laughs) at Dos Efe's, actually. It was after a show, but yeah, I had played a show there. So
0: you played a show there, and you Mm -hmm. met her, and you've been together for a few years now, and it's all good still.
4: It's all good. It's all good. Don't introduce from me. (laughs) Lenny,
0: where did you meet your ex-wife?
4: I met
1: my ex-wife actually on stage okay. there you go
4: completely doomed this argument of this. it's not <laughs> Well, no, because the thing you're it meeting is, them at all. you know if you if your job is uh, like if it's a hobby that's one thing but if your job is to entertain full-time and i've been doing this for my entire adult life i don't have a lot of places i can go to meet people
0: yes but the average person is going to a show it's not like there's some sort of weird subgroup of people who go out to hear comedy
4: um that's turning out to not be true.
0: I think
1: those those are the same people that like live music also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. like live shows and live bands and they follow bands and you you may catch the eye of someone, they may want to meet you after the show or on break and then it turns into a dating situation and then it turns into you know, a fiance situation and then it turns into a marriage. And then okay. they realize. <laughs> I think that's Why? that's the evolution. That they is. realize that you're a musician or an entertainer. And I kind of don't, don't want to go through that. You coming home late from the club, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, women are like, I mean, my, I can remember my ex-wife saying, you're going to just have to make a decision. It's either going to be me or music. And I was
0: like, what the f- yeah. <laughs> how long did it take to get to that sentence? Exactly, I was like, now yeah. how long did it take?" That, that was, was a that, real question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Was that a week later or a year later or ten years later? Or? It
1: was like it was like a year later. I, just Right. It the it shelf like life is about a year. But we yeah. were together like two years and then got married and then it kind of ruined it. You know, yeah. it was kind of like a, you know, an ownership thing. I, I felt, you know, like I own you now. You you need to be home by midnight. You know, boom boom. I'm like, whoa.
4: Is that what happens to you, Flip? No, because I mean I'm on the road for a week or two at a time. So, you know, if I live in Lafayette and I'm working in D.C., I can't come home every night at midnight. Good point. So that yeah, that's kind of a fuck you moment. So (laughs) uh, before cell phones, so before cell phones, my uh, one of my wives insisted I get a beeper, which I didn't want to get because it's one way communication. Right. So then uh, I had a week of shows uh, in New York. I was like like Caroline's and I was doing the Today Show and blah, 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 whatever the case may be. And so uh, I was stuck in a cab and she started hitting my uh, beeper like every 10 minutes. But I was stuck in traffic in New York in a cab. And so uh, so like it was an hour before I could get to a phone to call her back. And she uh, she told me to go fuck myself so many different ways. I mean, it was really impressive. Hmm. And uh, and so I threw my beeper away that day. Mm. Yeah, and 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 see, this
1: kind of well, not not what you went through, but you know, she said it's either going to be me or music. And I was, did like did she
0: have a voice like that? Or
4: <laughs> I bet you did. I had no doubt.
0: And I was like, that's well, quite a nice voice, actually. <laughs> it was a Is nice she's voice. She still single? She's
1: no, well, no, she's probably married with kids by now. I no, mean, oh, you I don't, don't have any idea I, what happened. To I you. don't know. Yeah, but 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 you know, I said, well, please don't compete with an inanimate object. You know. <laughs> Something that is a part of my life. I've been doing music, you know, before I met you. And you know what she did? She jumped up out of bed and she punched me in my face. Wow. I was like, Jesus, you don't. if you don't get your way, I mean, (laughs) I was like, whoa. That's an interesting And that was the very first time domestic abuse was introduced to my life,
4: Mm, my relationship. You make it sound like it wasn't the last time. (laughs) Well, well, that was the very first time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: So, so you're lying in bed together. No, I, I came home. She was already. Oh, you in were. Bed. She was in bed, and she she was, you were out of she bed. She was in the bed like this, mad. And I walked into the bedroom, and I'm like, "What's up?" You know, because I'm, you know, I'm Superstar. still. I'm still pumped from the show. You know, right? Great show. It was a great show. Sold out show. Great performance. You know, so you feel even better when there's a was a good performance. You know, great. It could be a sold out show. You could have a horrible performance, and it's like. You still got paid, but you,
0: you, know, right. you stunk up the place. You feel like you did a good job. Right. Did you're feeling good about yourself. Feeling good. come home. You expect well, your wife to be happy to see you. Ex- oh, exactly. You're going to be interested to hear the story about what a great night you had. Exactly. Instead, she's pissed off because you're out having fun and she's lying in bed angry. Why doesn't she go to the show? Well, I think she had to work or something that night. I can't remember. But,
1: you know, you know it, it, was, it was a thing where it became – what I noticed was a jealousy – you know, like, all these people know you and like you and stuff, and I'm just your wife, you know. I'm just, you know, I have a regular job. And and, and I'm like, you know, it's really just a job also to perform, you know.
4: Yeah, but um, it's a bit more glamorous. It's a little bit more gra- glamorous. glamorous and it's something. also yeah. a passion for most people. Right. Like, that, that emotional tie-in, I'm passionate about what I do. I'm sure you are as well. And so I think they do, not all, but at least my – wives, uh, I think you're like competing with, uh, with something that I was passionate
1: about. I think it's attention. It's an attention thing. You know, like a competition with attention. That's what I experienced, at least.
0: Listen, look, we're going to do two things here. One, we're going to make you play a song, Vinny, so we know what we're talking about. And yeah. then we're going to come back and talk about hypnosis.
4: Okay. But I, I will tell you this. Based on what you just said, it, it taught me a very valuable lesson. And that is, if you're an entertainer, never get your uh, significant other an oversized ring. Is that like a bumper sticker flip? No, I be, because if your if your spouse gets out of bed and pops you in the face, <laughs> uh, okay,
1: you have that, a, a, a that shiner, yeah.
0: okay, for the next gig. So she actually hit you in the Lenny, she actually hit you in the face, punched you in the face. Well, yeah, she. I mean, I I, I kind of you know parried a little bit, but I mean, she got me bad. Was your first reaction to hit her back? I think. That... <laughs> no, I've never, I've never. Ever. I know, but when someone hits you, kind of like the first instinct was to... I,
1: my first instinct, I, if I remember correctly, was total shock. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it had never happened before. It was, like, it was a Pretty side well. that I never saw before.
0: i bet that was a shock. It didn't help your relationship, I assume. Oh, it was over. It was, that was. It was the beginning of the end. That was the moment. That, that, was, that was the beginning of the end. Started it.
4: You can always tell when someone's in a good relationship. Because, because of the passion uh, behind that, no, because they don't join in. <laughs>
0: well, it's also because Andrew's mic's not working, so it's a little difficult. Even though it technically it was working,
4: yeah. Um, but
0: Andrew's on the road constantly, and his girlfriend lives miles, hundreds of miles away, a thousand yeah, miles. So away.
3: we can't even fight; we don't have a chance to, right? You know? But you've yeah. kept it going for a long time. Now. We don't have time to break up.
4: You know? <laughs> Th- thousands of miles. W- where
3: uh, she's in? Well, near Spokane, Washington. Oh, that's um, a good long ways away. Good long ways. Uh, and honestly, you know, this is this is a temporary thing, and uh, you know, we're seeing this this phase through. But but there is that element of both of us being busy and and having our work to focus on and. When you say it's
4: temporary, you mean the distance? Oh, right. The distance or the relationship?
3: Is, the, the distance is temporary. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel uh, as far as that's concerned. And, uh, you know, meantime, sure, it offers its own uh, uh, list of, of challenges. But uh, so far,
0: so good, I suppose. The funny thing about it musically is that all your songs, or most of your songs, I should say, are about loneliness and heartbreak and despair and...
3: Well, there's a latent effect. You have to write the song <laughs> after experiencing it. But, you probably but, edit but your it. Your relationship then, is really great. Then you record Where, it.
0: Whereas Lanny's songs are all, <laughs> oh, yeah. love songs about how wonderful life is. Yeah. Well, and he's, well, like, well, you they, they know, getting to be, punched in the face. Right. Yeah.
1: You, know, you have that's to have the contrast. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> that's good. that contrast. It's pretty interesting. That's a paradoxical.
4: Uh... Yeah. <laughs> have you written a song about getting popped in the face? Not yet. Oh, um, that's great. Andrew, that we could do that today.
3: I, well, I mean, I. Good i would idea. think that you'd want some time again there's a latent uh, thing <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
3: you know <laughs> all right
0: hey listen anyway lenny you gonna play something sure where's that guitar gone we are pretty sort of disorganized hey yeah. nick that's how we're gonna get the guitar <laughs> nick's got it was nick said he was gonna play as well
1: yes is that He'll true a song. is that really happening? i have, a, have an original song which is about love actually valentine's yeah, okay. day is on the way right uh and
0: we'll do we'll do uh, an original. Where would you like him to? We have to just put Nick over here. Okay. We don't have any other place for him. But I don't even see him. Is he actually in the building somewhere?
4: I saw him earlier.
0: I saw him. He he should be probably in the back. Okay. Well, should we just move along until Nick shows up? We can there have him there for right a few
2: There he is, right there.
0: Okay. He's out the back smoking weed. That was a <laughs> <the problem. laughs> Just need Sure, man. Come on okay, in. Okay, Nick. We're gonna put Come you on in, Nick. Because <laughs> so, Nick, you're the bartender here sometimes.
2: Yes.
4: At the point. Um, four days a week. Four days a week. Not yes. today, though. Not today. So
0: you're doing double duty as a guitar player.
4: Yeah. I mean, when Lenny asked me, I was subbed out my shift because it sounded like a really fun wow. thing to do. Okay. I saw you Check guys here out. last week and was yeah. intrigued. Awesome.
0: Okay. Cool. Out. Hey, is this mic working at all? Yes. Okay, sir. So. All right. What are you gonna play, you guys?
1: So here's a here's a song. It's from my original album, produced by myself and Mike Bass from uh, Trombone Shorty's band. Okay, my close friend. It's called uh, All or Nothing. Online, it's available online. Right. This song is called All Day and Night.
0: Okay. The great Green, about- and we can steal that online, right? Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: Baby, you got me under your spell, don't know what to do, yeah. Can you see that it's you in my life that make me complete? Girl, it's you. When I think of this life and the love and the joy you bring so magical All the times That we share together Girl, you blow my mind
2: Yeah They can't separate us All day And night Moving you forward Pulling you close Flipping you over Kissing your shoulders And all day night kissing your neck making a sweat making it wet put you to the test baby
1: baby you got me under your spell don't know what to do my engine on automatic i keep on speeding down your
2: street it's so real you on a higher level of sex appeal Oh yeah They can't separate us No All day And night Moving you forward baby Yeah woo Oh baby And all day And night Kissing your neck Making you sweat Making it wet woo. I said, oh, day, baby. And night, mama. Oh, day, baby.
0: Wow! Wait, nice. What do you think, Flip? Very nice, <laughs> Nick. Thank you.
4: You should never yeah, leave this job. on the table around me. <laughs> thank,
0: you, nice. thank, thank you. Very nice. Thank you, Grant, for having me. Yeah, really thank you. we'll come back and do another one in a little good while. Get a picture, oh, Lenny Green,
1: Marcelli on the guitar.
0: Yeah, very nice. So I like the line "flipping you over." <laughs> <laughs> did you guys notice that? I did. <laughs> I thought that would be a good line for you to use. No, it was near flip. and dear
4: to my heart. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. So is flip your real name, actually. Yeah. Okay,
4: let's get my parents. So, so Lenny,
0: this is the song. The album is called All or Nothing. All or Nothing, and it's online. It's online Lenny available. Green. Spotify, the, iTunes, Apple. Your real name is not Lenny, though. My real name is
1: not Lenny. It's Perrin. First name. My first name is Perrin. Yes. P e
0: r r i n. Yes, like just
1: like the steak sauce,
0: which, which is a <laughs> a very sort of sophisticated sounding name. Well, thank you. Why didn't you go with Perrin Green, which sounds huh? Well, sexier,
1: you know, in my opinion. I I just. I went through the whole uh what's your name? Darren, <laughs> Perry, you know, Pierre, Perron, you know, and I just made it easy for people. Lenny. Lenny's easy. <laughs> so Okay, all right. You know, they could confuse it with Benny him, maybe, but what <laughs> were you called as a kid? Perrin or P or P Dog or you know. P Dog Green. P dog. <laughs> where um p green sounds good oh p green you know that's the other one then i was like p Green, you know i went
4: I, <laughs> I i wouldn't go with that
1: I, I actually i was called greasy i was i greasy. was yeah okay. the younger r&b side of me was called greasy i have two albums out under greasy also
0: really Yes. you were called that was your stage name my your stage released name. music under greasy g-r-e-a-s-y you know,
1: everybody was on the wheezy and the waynes and the easies ah, and okay. the so I was trying to uh, fit in with the <laughs> okay. The urban are you community. still
0: selling this? Does people still stream stuff?
1: People still streaming. I have a song on the radio. I have a song on the radio right now. Q ninety three actually. Um, you could you could uh, under request it under Greasy or Lenny Green. Well, no, this is this is a collab um with Devious myself Lenny Green. It's called Never Let Go. It's a All song right. produced by S eighty, which is a, he's a he's also from New Orleans, one of your premier hip hop. Urban right. producers, and that's you on that song, and that's me yeah. on that song. Okay. Yeah, well, that's
0: damn cool. All right, crazy. Okay, so what about Flip? How about that for a name? <laughs> uh,
4: now it's fine. Growing up, it sucked.
0: Your parents actually called you Flip. That's like a real name. It's a real not name. Not a nickname. Not a nickname. It's not Francis. But or- no, and
4: it's, it's amazing because nobody believes that. So people are like, what's your name? My name's Flip. Oh, and they you mean Flip. Philip. They think you're being yeah, yeah, smart with them right. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah.
4: Well, even you, because like, Grant introduced me to you, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what you called me. Like, you, like Flickr. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. It that or something like it.
0: <laughs> so why did they come up with Flip? Where are your parents from?
4: Uh, from both France? originally from New York. Right. They're and, not foreigners or anything. Fucking they're out in this world. Um, no, they're, they're from New York. They moved to Phoenix, which is where I'm from. I've got three older sisters, uh, all with normal names.
0: What are their names?
4: Uh, oh. Sherry, Robin, and Debbie.
0: Yeah, right. Are you but, the youngest?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm the youngest. So they
0: thought, I guess, well, they gave up on having regular humans. Yes. I,
4: just- so, <laughs> I mean, it's really cool. because, like my parents like pet's are, name. My parents have passed away, and then Robin <laughs> passed away. So three are gone, and three are still alive. Wow. So I'm now I'm looking at the rest of the family like sort of a Highlander, right? Because, <laughs> like, I'm hoping if, if there can be only one, I, I want to be the last man standing. And
0: what did what the, the other ones die from? the other three die from?
4: Uh, my parents and whatnot.
0: Well, well the, yeah, and your sister did as well? Yeah,
4: well, she, she was a slow motion suicide. Slow motion suicide. Wow, Why It took her twenty from... years because she was really shitty at is it, it. Drugs and alcohol. Yeah, mostly. One day she called me up. She goes, "I got a gun." I go, "Really? What'd you get?" She goes, "I got a thirty-eight. I can't take it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna end it all." And I go, "Wow, that's not serious." She goes, "I didn't get bullets." So I go, are, "Are you gonna, are you gonna bludgeon yourself? Like that's gonna, that's gonna take a really long. T- you know, you're a fucking diabetic. Why don't you take the gun money and go to the Four Seasons and just eat dessert?" You know, like, go out in style. <laughs> is this true, or is this a sort of routine? There's nothing routine? in my life I've ever written. Everything is all true.
0: Is that right? All yeah. your stand-up stuff is just basically true stories?
4: Not basically. Absolutely it true. It is true. Yeah. It's absolutely true.
0: Wow.
1: You
4: know, the, the cool thing with having a life that's a shit show in motion is you really don't have to write material. Right. So. like well, Richard I, Pryor, I guess.
0: <laughs> but what you do is, what, what's so fascinating for me is that you, you hypnotize people on stage. Yeah, I do that as well. Yeah, so yes. Yes, sir. You do stand-up comedy yep but but mostly the stuff the stuff i've seen, which is not live, which is just online, is you've hypnotized a bunch of people by the time I see those videos online they're already hypnotized right and you're telling them that they're all something else they're all whatever it is people in a trailer park I saw one thing about a trailer park and another thing where people are <laughs> People are – some sort of other fantasy that they have, and then they act out these
4: Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. I'm an entertainer, but I'm also wildly lazy. So (laughs) what I've learned how to do – and I'm actually not kidding. What I've learned how to do is entertain an audience by getting other people to do it for me.
0: Yeah, I know that's (laughs) – it sounds self-deprecating, but it actually is extremely difficult to do, and you're really smart at how Mm. you – at well, the thanks. things you're telling – I mean I've, so I've seen stage hypnotists before where they tell people they're a chicken and they're clucking like a chicken and they're running around. Yeah. You don't do any stupid shit like that. All your stuff is like – it's clever. Oh, thank
4: you. <laughs> I grew up – I mean I, like, I, I'm, I grew up probably as part of the first TV generation, right? So I grew up on game shows and talk shows and um, – you, you make know, yourself sound
0: pretty old. I think TV was invented in like 1928 or something.
4: Uh, yeah, but I mean, at that point, there was only one TV, and was, I think it was in the White House, <laughs> and then by, like, 1959, there were five TVs, and Elvis had three of them, and uh, so... So what it, years did you grow up? You don't look that old. I grew up in the in the uh, 2000s. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, you know, I just grew up, I grew up on TV, I was kind of a latchkey kid, and I, and I grew up watching um, uh, just... I, I liked, you know, from SNL, you know, sketch shows and the Groundlings and uh, SCTV. And, and so I, I thought it would be funnier to help people um, uncover their creativity through hypnosis and, and to sort of make it a sketch show. I thought that was way funnier than barking like a dog or squealing like a pig. It
0: yeah. is funny. It's it's clever as well, which is the cool thing about so, it.
1: So so I have a question. Yes, sir. So is it is it that everyone can be hypnotized and don't know it? Or is it that some people can be hypnotized and have that, I guess, weakness or zone, (laughs) right? It's not a weakness. I thought it was a weakness. Most people do, actually. You know, like
4: to to be able to give in to, you know, whatever it is. Almost everyone can be hypnotized under the right circumstances, but not all people can be hypnotized at the same time for the same reasons. Uh. So as an, and the other thing is, like you said, like a weakness. So, so a lot of people come up to me and they'll go, uh, so, And every time I, I, uh, I do an impression of someone talking to me, I always do a southern accent, but I don't know why. So uh, people will go, so is it easier to hypnotize stupid people? <laughs> and Because uh, I think that, that's the assumption that you have to right. be weak-minded, weak willed have I, I, a weakness. I, I, no, that's right. really common. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually, it's really, really hard to hypnotize stupid people because it takes a lot of concentration and focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more intelligent you are, in many cases, the easier it is. But mm. here, here's the funny thing. Let's say you get a, hip, a, a, a stupid person hypnotized.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Once they're hypnotized, they're still fucking stupid. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fix that. And, and so that's the other thing. It's like, so to hypnotize a stupid person, that's the, that's the volunteer that would bark like a dog and squeal like a pig because they don't really bring a lot to the party. They're not creative. They don't have a lot of uh, world experience or opinions. They're not exposed to stuff. So they don't have anything to draw from.
5: Mm.
4: Uh, on the other hand, someone who is really... Uh, sort of tuned in and intelligent and educated they've got a lot of um, things to pull from and and a lot of world experience so when I when I start suggesting different things your palette you know is really diverse Mm -hmm. and 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 all that sort of swimming around (coughs) in your mind and so your unconscious mind will pick these uh these things that that make sense to it and and you'll be able to create a really interesting character
0: Mm. what exactly
4: is hypnosis it's bullshit Okay. I mean, to, to the degree that, no, to the degree that, you know, there's a, the the segment of people who thinks that it's, it's not real. Okay. I, I think it is. I've been doing it my entire adult life. On the other hand, there's a a segment of people who think that uh, the hypnotist gets you into a trance and then controls you and then you lose all willpower. And it's not that either. So hypnosis is that part of your mind. It's just a form of concentration and communication. And if you, if you look at, for instance, um, advertising, advertising, whether it's, uh, you know, on TV, on radio, uh, print, whatever. They're looking to appeal to your emotions and they're trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to appeal to your desires. Okay. Yeah.
1: And,
4: and that to some degree is a form of hypnosis. It's just a little bit more devious. So when cool. I talk to you, if I were to say to you, if, take a deep breath slowly in, you could think to yourself, No. Or you could think, okay, and then if you take a deep breath in, it's your choice. And if I say close your eyes and concentrate and relax in your body and blah, 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 you're doing all the work, but it's only because you chose to. You accepted those ideas and you decided to do it. Yeah, but what is
0: happening to my brain when I'm, when I, I'm sort of not conscious, but I'm my, is it my subconscious that's now… Yeah, Is I that mean, like it a halfway exists. dream? Does, does, it's kind of like a
4: waking dream, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. but you're, you're still awake. You're still in control. And that's the other thing. Like if hypnosis is real, which I, I propose that it is, um, why don't you have these zombie-looking people robbing convenience stores and women walking around going, I'm pregnant, but I don't remember having sex with anyone other than mm-hmm. the roofie, which that would explain that. Um, mm-hmm. But you, the reason is hip <laughs> I I thought
0: you were going to get on to Jesus.
4: No, but the thing of it is a hypnotist doesn't control anyone. And furthermore, you're not asleep, you're not unconscious, you're not in a trance. So if I said to you, Grant, you know, you're deeply hypnotized. You know, Mm -hmm. go rob the bar. You know, you'd think to yourself, well, no, I don't want to rob the bar. That's that's illegal. So I still have some sort of choice you have not some sort of, you, have com- you have complete choice mm. okay and that's why you like a hypnotist there's a lot of people going around doing seminars and workshops um around the country like stop smoking and lose weight uh-huh. where it works for some but not for others because the thing that is a hypnotist can't make you stop smoking like if you don't want to stop you can be deeply hypnotizable you're not going to stop
0: you're saying that you access the part of the brain yourself that stops yeah yourself the hypnotist smoking. is like
4: right. a orchestra conductor Right? You're the musician, and they'll say, here's what I want you to do, and you'll either pick up the instrument or you won't. Okay. But you're the one who's doing the work.
0: Talking of picking up instruments, Andrew, you want to play something today, even though we can't hear it? What, a nice,
4: what was that a, that was a nice segue. That was a nice segue.
0: I'll try. Oh, now I can hear be you? Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I'll give it a shot. Okay, so listen, we're going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, we have a brand new song from Andrew Duhon right after this. And we're back on Happy Hour with comic hypnotist Flip Wally, Lenny Green. How would you describe yourself as reggae and soul and yeah, R&B I'm a, singer?
1: I'm a soul singer, R&B singer.
0: Uh, soul and R&B singer. Yeah. Lenny Green, otherwise known as Perrin. Check, check. Or <laughs> Greasy. Yep. And Andrew Duhon with a guitar. Or P-Dog. P-Dog. P-Green. Dog.
3: <laughs> so, Andrew, what's going on? Oh, you know, man, I was tentative on the song idea simply because... You know, it's like songs can be puzzles. I can hear you now, and I feel yeah. like I feel like this one's all over the place right now. I don't know where the pieces go. You know what I mean? You know it's, what I mean, Lenny? I know what you mean, man. So that's where I'm it's at. It's a work in progress. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna sing the pieces to you, I guess. Okay. See okay. how it goes. Maybe I figure it out in As this. You, you know, this run through. Okay, that's the first time you have played it anywhere. Well, you know, actually, I think I've played a draft of this before. Okay. But. Uh, this is a new draft. All right. This is a, uh, this is a, not a love song, but a sort of a love song. It's a
4: puzzle already.
3: That, right. It's, a my version of a sort of a love song. It goes like this.
4: All right.
5: You'll learn it the hard way. It hearts ain't even heart shaped. That it's all blood and circuitry, it's all muscle memories. We all got feelings that we just can't shake We all got habits that we just can't break And sometimes I still drive down your street By mistake And we're old enough to see That nothing's really meant to be so can we please put the fairy tale to sleep? We all learn it the hard way. That hearts ain't even heart shaped. Now it's all soul memories. Ooh. Charming and his damsel in distress. Bought themselves a house, had some kids, well on their way to happy ever after happiness. Till their love was on the skids, trying to keep it together for the kids, and they still read those damn fairy tales their mothers did. We're old enough to see That nothing's really meant to be So can we please Put the fairy tale to sleep We all learn it the hard way that hearts ain't even heart it's all my soul memories. It's all my soul memories. Hell oh, yeah. I, I don't thanks,
4: think it, I don't think it needs any work.
3: Oh, thanks. Well, you know. That's I'm... really good. Hell yeah couple of fuck ups in there, but you know, you know, we're figuring it out. No you know what? It. Since
4: I didn't have your phone, mm-hmm.
3: I didn't, I didn't know. That's it's true, anything. you didn't even yeah. know what's on there. Yeah, and <laughs> I keep my eyes closed too much to read it, so I don't even know why I had it. You know,
4: it's weird. It's like, and we've only spoken for like the last twenty or thirty minutes, but as far as like when I looked at you, Lenny, like your voice didn't surprise me. Really good, really just Thank smooth you. and amazing. Thank you. Your voice fucking surprised me. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah in, I, in I a good way. That. Yeah, no, in a really good way. Great. It, 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 <laughs> if I thought it was shitty, I, I, I'd have kept that to myself.
0: Great. Yeah, appreciate it. Great job, man. Andrew's yeah, super talented, isn't he?
4: Well, this is this is really why uh, I don't You're I don't play music you. because I uh, I blow. You? Yeah you do play the guitar don't you i have guitars there's a difference you can, are you any good <laughs> no I'm, i mean I, i'll tell you a quick story uh i was in a rock and roll band in high school and we played uh we played the arizona state fair not like a big stage just small stage off in the middle of nowhere and uh in a four-piece band i played rhythm guitar and then um the lead guitar player ended up doing a lot of things in music and the bass player ended up doing a ton of things in music and uh, at the end of this gig I said, to the, uh, I said to the lead guitar player, I go, oh, my God, like, that's, I think, the best we've ever sounded ever. And he looked at me with a very serious face, and he goes, Uh, we turned your amp off before we started. Whoa. And, and they, they did, like, I looked back, and they had turned my amp off. Whoa. shit. Wow. Yeah.
0: And, uh, Which is pretty devious, but the worst part is
4: you couldn't even tell. No, I could tell. We sounded really better. Like, that was the best gig <laughs> we had done, and, and that was the last gig I ever played. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I'm out, bitches, and I was... Did I mean, you do anything
0: else in music? Did you become the manager, or... No, I was anything? like, you know
4: what, you guys let me know when you're playing somewhere, because I'm going to come watch you, and I was, I was out. Well, you figured
0: out what you're good at, and it wasn't yeah. playing guitar, apparently. It was fucking horrible. But you I still just, play, though. You still play for fun.
4: <laughs> no, I mean, like, I've, I've got guitars like I've got golf clubs. Right. You know, I mean, well, I work have them, machines. and I enjoy them, but I, you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not going on the PGA. Right. <laughs> but, so, Andrew, uh,
2: how's
0: the writing going, Andrew?
3: there's no talent grant there were, you know i'm just in that vertigo right. of, of unfinished drafts of songs and i hate them all and i just dwell in the song cave working on them
0: and how are you feeling it's better than that how are you, I, you know
3: honestly it it's a i think i'm in that place where you've been like shoveling uh, uh, piles of dirt on all these little mole hills trying to make them bigger and you just keep your head down and, and you, you feel like you're keep not settling. making any progress that's it yeah, and then one day you, you pick your head up and you think wait right. a minute now these are these are getting over my head a little bit this is <laughs> this is kind of working And um, so you work on multiple songs at the same time I feel like that helps the vertigo is uh, mm. switching you know like work on you know feel like you get some headway on a verse or something and then just like Put that down and move on to something else. Get some fresh eyes right. on it. I feel like that's why co-writing's nice because you can do that in real time. You can mm-hmm. bounce those couple lines that you're you're futzing with with somebody else, and they can they can throw it back at you. And you mm-hmm. you have that bumper lane. But uh, generally, I'm writing
1: by myself. So
0: do you write by yourself, Lenny, or you write with people? Ah,
1: uh, both. Yeah. This this record actually, the reason why I'm proud of this record is because this is the first record that I wrote on guitar first, mm-hmm. meaning you know, the chord arrangements, no words at all, mm-hmm. songs before they became songs with lyrics. Oh. And I had never done that before. It's always somebody who's doing the music or uh, give me the track and I write to it, you know.
0: So you're on lyrics, you're a lyricist mainly. Well, lyricist, Up song, songwriter. So this is the first one you start with the music. Itself. First one. It's a pretty major yep. change.
1: And mm-hmm. I got my good friend Mike Bass uh, to help me with uh, laying everything out, you know, and programming and embellishments and everything else you know
0: it's yes, really It's a lot of production on this record it's quite Creat- different from hearing your stripped down acoustic version
1: yeah i'm thinking about doing that also you know uh right. just to piggyback you know but i have a whole new project coming um what are you doing well it's it's more music with mike actually more more music with mike uh it's dance music like like soul house music um um Got some stuff on the horizon. I, I just started on it a few months ago and uh, got two songs going. Um, I have new music coming out with Renard Poche also.
0: Right.
1: Uh, we have the reggae band every, every first Wednesday. I was mentioned earlier. Um,
0: at the Maple here at Maple. Right Maple. here at the Maple so Leaf. So are you doing this full time? Do you have like a regular job like some people do? Or? I,
1: well, I do have a regular job. Well, it's part time because um, right. I'm, I'm transitioning. But um, I'm a production manager in, in audiovisual. So I, you know, I travel a lot and I do corporate events. When you say
4: transitioning, in 2020, I wouldn't use that phrase. <laughs> That's what I was. That was my first <laughs> yeah. thought.
0: Are you transitioning? Well, genders I'm just, or little, little help? Little transitioning help from,
1: from occupations. Yeah.
0: Occupations. Okay. So you. Right. So you're an
1: audiovisual right. uh, Technical uh, producer. Right. So you know, like. The American Heart Association, you know, American Diabetes you know, Association, all these major conferences that go on around Cisco Live and Google and Microsoft, their annuals, the company that I work for, produce those shows. Okay. So I'm one of the managers that's like, you know,
0: I have an area. Do you work at Jazz Fest as well?
1: i don't but i have i have you know back i've been doing this over 20 years right um are you playing this year at jazz fest i'm playing we're playing nola reggae with yes. Renaud poche david barard keiko kamaki earl smith jr
0: what uh, day are you playing
1: uh april 30th we'll be on the jazz and heritage stage
0: jazz heritage stage which one is that is
1: it? it's the one with the tent actually i think oh, if the, i'm not mistaken
0: not the one on the... it's a big it's a big tent it's a tent it's Jazz a big big tent her- yeah
1: stage. but i could be wrong because they move i don't even around, know what that
0: so. which one stage that is is that that's on the grounds
1: it's on the grounds you walk out there and uh when you, if you walk in in like from Esplanade, usually yes. that stage is like you walk past it to get on to the
0: you know it's like a big oh it's a stage a like big like on the stage like yeah tent. okay near the accurate stage yeah near the Acura stage. Across, across the thing from it okay oh that's cool and so what day of the week is that exactly?
1: That's the second Thursday. Second Thursday. Yeah. There's
0: two? Th- there's only one Thursday
4: this year, right? There's two Thursdays. There's two Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because if there is only one Thursday, then I think you're screwed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So there used to only be one Thursday in the middle. Now there's, there's festivals the festival's an extra day long. The
4: Rolling Stones where the uh, catalyst tra- for Yeah, that. right. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: there's two Thursdays. How
4: yeah. shitty would it be to show up on the second Thursday and like nobody's there? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are long past us Jazz Fest.
0: Andrew, what day are you playing on the... Uh, first Sunday. First Sunday, okay. Yeah. So have you guys got free tickets for us or anything?
1: Oh, shit. <coughs> well,
0: uh, how up. many do you hit get? me up after. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main problem is if you want to go and see all your friends playing at Jazz Fest or whatever, all your favorite bands, and you have to buy $70 tickets. Well, How much is it now, I wonder? Oh,
3: it's like uh, 70-something, yeah. yeah. I, I heard some good stories from, uh, well, some some New Orleans... uh legends who uh, I will remain nameless, one in particular, uh, the story was like, you know, you get so many tickets for your band, right? And the uh, uh, and he, like, gave them all to his family, and they, you know, they rolled in, and that's not surprising for the people at the gate, you know, people who might just right. be crew, but then the band shows up, and they're like, ain't got tickets, sorry, we're playing 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, it worked. Okay, well let's do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I have the uh, the New Orleans legend status to be pulling that one, yeah. but I uh, I like that move. That is That's a good move. Last year we
0: tried to get in free with remember Catherine Clematis, who has had the she's the handicapped yes. monitor. She uh-huh. drives around and checks yes. that it's all cool for handicapped people. She was going to uh-huh. sneak us in in the car. Oh. That'd be but, nice, but we never pulled that off. That was yeah. on the Rolling Stones. You day, certainly you know?
3: could, you know, yeah. if you, you we you know you could get in the van under the cargo blanket. That would work. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. That would work.
0: They're not gonna, they don't check yeah. or anything. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, you got that gigantic van. Yeah,
3: we got a big old van, so, that so we could could just
0: work. get okay. Totally. How <laughs> yeah. many people could we get in there lying out? <laughs> it depends on how comfortable you want to get. I <laughs> care oh, okay,
4: how uncomfortable. Wait, do it you have to listen for... from inside the van?
3: No, I think oh, I think we just got to wait till the coast is clear. Yeah,
4: once you jump out. This sounds like we're going to a drive th- drive-in movie theater in
0: 1967. <laughs> so, look, how many people can fit that? Where trunk? were you in 67? Were you in
4: Lafayette? Uh, no, I was born and raised in Phoenix. So
0: when did you get to Lafayette? Why do you live there now?
4: Uh, my fourth, <laughs> my fourth wife is Cajun.
2: Hmm.
4: My fourth wife, wife is Cajun. Nice. I'm writing that is down. That, That's okay. going to be the name That's of the, the new- show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never heard that sentence in my life, and
4: <laughs> probably never will again. No, I, I was living in uh, I was living in Los Angeles, and. Uh, was working at a club in Baton Rouge from time to time called The Grin Room. And, um, and I had just, at that point, had uh, gone through my third divorce, which that was a train wreck like they all are. And uh, the owner of the club wanted to set me up on a blind date, and I said no. And uh, he goes, why? And I go, like, I'm divorced three times. I think I need a break. And so he goes, you want, you want to get lunch tomorrow, you and me? And I go, yeah, you know, I'll get lunch. And so uh, the next day there was a knock on the door from this little Cajun girl. And uh, she worked for how little
0: was she 4'11".
4: 4/11. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't fourteen. I mean, she was just short. <laughs> she was four eleven. Yeah, four eleven. She so was four <coughs> eleven. So she worked. She really was a little Cajun girl. Yeah. So she worked okay. for the Tiger uh, Radio Station Baton Rouge, um, and and the comedy club was one of her accounts. So he asked her if she wanted to go on a on a like to lunch with me, and she said no. And he had asked me if I wanted to go with her, and I said no. And then he threatened that he was going to pull his account with her. If she didn't go to lunch with me, so uh, so okay. she did, and and uh, we started dating, and then she moved to Los Angeles with me, and then uh, we eventually moved back to Lafayette, which is where her family's from.
0: So you were living in L.A. with the little Cajun, four foot eleven. I was radio salesperson.
4: What was she doing out in L.A.? What were you doing in L.A.? That's where really? I lived. I had moved to L.A. Right. years before, and um, it's really weird uh, if you're a big um, Hollywood. Person, um, you know, and, and you pull down 100000 to a million dollars a show, you can afford to not only live in LA, but actually be in LA. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone of my status, especially, you know, however long ago, <laughs> I had to be out of LA working on the road three and a half weeks to four weeks a month to, to afford to, to actually to live in, a, in LA. Yeah. But you're pretty successful.
0: You've worked all over the place and you still do work all over the place. Yeah, I work all over the country. You work all over the country constantly. I like to stay busy. Yeah. The LA is expensive. Well, I, I lived in LA first I'm not first. A fan. You lived in LA too? A quick Lanny? second,
1: yeah Really? Oh, my ex-wife
0: <laughs> Another ex-wife story <laughs> Right, right I think Flip has got the best ex-wife story of all time though Which which I heard you tell on another occasion Yeah I, there's, I think there's it was, so think it was ex- off the record But I think we could probably put it on the record now No, we That's, can't <laughs> No, the no. tattoo stories? Oh, the tattoo
4: stories. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. The yeah, okay, I thought yeah you were tell these about guys the
0: tattoo stories. Tattoo so you've got to hear this to believe it. I'm ready.
4: So so uh, I'm married and divorced four times, and I'm really at this point pretty jaded and bitter, and I think I'm done. Um, side story. After my fifth divorce, I was doing two months in Atlantic City, and after five divorces, I thought, yeah, I don't do this well. And I'm not kidding. This probably will get me in trouble with the LBGTQ community, I guess. I don't mean to, though. So uh, after my fifth divorce, I thought maybe, like maybe I can try to be gay. And I and and the, this the, is not the story I was thinking of. No, this it's is not. even better. But and the theory was, it's like I, I never fight with my male friends, and like going out and having a beer and watching a game and blah blah blah. Yeah. And uh, and I thought, well, maybe maybe that's a route like I've never explored. Maybe I can do that. And love is love. Love is love. And so I'd uh, I'd walk up and down the boardwalk because I was doing shows at night. So I'd walk up and down the boardwalk uh, during the day. And uh, like I'd see a guy walking by me and I'd, I'd try to picture myself, nothing intimate, nothing weird. It's like, can I imagine myself holding his hand and eating popcorn out of the same container at a movie?
1: Walking down the boardwalk.
4: Yeah. Or, and I, like I, I, couldn't, I couldn't make that happen. And even though I sort of always sort of instinctively knew this, it sort of brought it home that you are who you are and you're attracted to who you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I'm destined to buy women homes every now and again. <laughs> I guess that's what that is. So after, after my fourth divorce, uh, a gal came to my show on a blind date in Dallas, and um, she and I started talking, and then she dumped the date. And then she and I started dating, and it was love at first sight. And uh, after dating for two or three weeks, I said, you know, I've never had a tattoo, and I've never wanted one, but I could easily see tattooing your name on my body for the rest of my life. And so with that, we went to uh, downtown. <laughs> Did that scare her off? No, she goes. Me too. And we went to downtown Dallas (laughs) and we got tattoos. I mean, so so there, Stacia, right? Stacia, there it is. That one, that one's tough. You know what's tougher? Forever. That Uh, that's the one that really that that hurts a little bit.
0: If you if you listen to this as as a podcast and you're not looking at, uh,
4: have we got a photo of that's a that's a a that is a gigantic fucking tattoo, dude. That is as big as you could possibly. How long did that take? Uh, it was about five, six hours. Wow, that's nice. Like that.
0: Stacia forever. And forever. how long had you been dating at this point? A
4: uh, month. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So so then we get married. Like, we get married. Uh, our first date was April 20th. And we hey, can I just,
0: to, just interrupt you for one second? Yeah. What does hers say? Flip. Forever.
4: I don't... I think she... <laughs> <laughs> that might be the, yeah, the tip-off, right? There. A t- I didn't see that coming. No, I, I didn't say forever. So, uh, so anywho, I... Um, <laughs> So then we got married two months later, like June 20th, like to the day. We got married two months later. Okay. And uh, we started inking up from time to time. So I've got, I've got like 13 or 14 tattoos all over okay. my body with her name in every one of them. And uh, so one day we were, we were doing a drinking game. And, um, and uh, we were playing Battleship. This is a
0: good marriage when you can still be playing a drinking game with your wife. So,
4: So like, if you've never played, like, five shot glasses in a row, that's the aircraft carrier. And then two shot glasses, that's that's the submarine. Oh, boy. (laughs) So... (laughs) I sure. had just sunk her battleship, and I'm drunk as shit, and I go, I go uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, do a, let's do a bet where the winner gets to choose the tattoo for the loser, and the loser can't say no. And she goes, I'm in. Oh, boy. So the reason why I want to do this is because I, I was ahead. Like, I was ahead. So her name's Stacia, uh, but like, she grew up on a farm. She's got blonde hair, grew up on a farm, and every relationship she's ever had has been horrible. So I wanted her to do when I won was to have the tattoo guy shave her pubic hair, and then in its place a tattoo a haystack and then and then I swear to god I'm not kidding and then to tattoo a needle coming out of the haystack with my name on it right because like uh, yeah it seems very romantic okay. so I, I with your name on the needle yeah well there'd be like a, yeah
3: he's the needle in the haystack yeah, the, yeah. right she uh, yeah. the needle uh, alright yeah.
4: so um, <laughs> so I, I, was, I was drunk but then I realized and I, and I wasn't doing as well as I thought and I ended up losing the game and she goes so you're gonna get a tattoo and I go yeah I go yeah. I don't watch on a bet so she goes, I want you to get a tattoo of a rope, like a rope that starts on my left hip, and then it works its way towards the middle and then sort of just goes straight south and then, uh, and then encircles like the equator in a noose. It oh, goes boy. around your penis? No, or co- uh, balls, around or your, your testicles.
1: Around the that That's a little bit too much. So so
0: you have a tattoo of a rope around your balls, yeah. and you agreed to have whatever tattoo she said. Well, because
4: was- I really want her to get the, the haystack. So... Um, so this is not, not love, of, though. Is of
0: this. The this
4: is like cruelty. Well, well, so anyway, I Up. don't recommend it. It turns out that's a really bad idea. <laughs> <Up>. <laughs> but you actually did it, yeah? Because I don't lie, I don't welch. <laughs> Do you, so, st- you have
0: that tattoo? Oh yeah. So you got your balls tattooed? No, yeah, well, I'm not going to show you the balls. Hang on. I'm okay. Move well, well, thank you for not doing that. That's <laughs> yeah. something at least. Yeah. Yeah. There it, is. There she, it and is. that's her name, Stacia. Look at the size of that tattoo. Oh my check God! That out world. Damn! <laughs> wow! There she is. Oh my so, God!
1: There she. Is. So
4: a few months later, uh, she
1: must have been bad ass, oh, man. I okay, you. there's more. There's more. Wow. <laughs> she. She. I mean, is she, that the same spelling? It's she always had a Golden. Golden. Uh.
4: I was. I was wildly in love. Like I was crazy, madly in love. So uh, a few months later, we were doing another drinking game, and I uh, I lost it as well. And, uh, and so, so she goes, so you're going to get a tattoo. I'm like, I got the rope. What are you going to do? So, uh, so she said that she wanted me to put her signature, um, in the same general area. Oh, I w- damn. But like where it's located, like if I were, if I were like in a really cold room naked, you'd go like, Oh, her initials. Right. And then mm-hmm. like, if I were to start mm-hmm. warming up, she, Oh, no, it's, a, it's a
0: now this is not true. Mm-hmm. This is a joke. right? <laughs> This is a joke.
4: No, it's hundred percent true. This and is so, true. Here's what's really funny. Recently, I was talking to a woman, and and she goes, she goes like, "Don't don't send me any dick pics," and I go, "I can't. Like, I I cannot because at this point, like, you've it's not like some random
1: immediately incriminating. Yeah, it's like there's you've no got plausible station. deniability. You've got like, it's like Station tattooed me. on your dick. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Station. 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 I'm telling you. Thank God, like it's short name. She
4: is. Yeah super special she was yeah i mean she's still can we, a can wa- we see a photo of her somewhere um, she on facebook I, no, right. i'll have to show i'll have to look she one up. has
1: to be badass for all those names oh, all right, god. i, I
4: wanted to get the dick tattoo i wanted to get that in glow in the dark ink right <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god I, so and, it's like and, so it's like light
1: no light light no well light, yeah light, light, like no light.
4: I, I wanted to like put a <laughs> flashlight on it right and then and then to, when we had sex at night like make the room really dark so it goes stacia stacia stacia
0: <laughs> wow okay Listen. <laughs> Um, I'm learning from this guy. I'm so, learning. I'm learning. <laughs> so, you got the tattoo, the station tattoos, when you lost the drinking game. Mm-hmm. Did she ever lose any drinking
4: games? No, but she still has six, six tattoos. She's got six. She's got six, yeah. That say flip. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, well, it, well,
1: well it's, it's equal. It's equal. Kind I wouldn't of, exactly but. call it equal, when, but I la-
0: When is the last time you saw her? Uh, November? Last oh. November. And what are we up to? What, what does that January. mean? What month is it? January. January. So that wasn't yeah. that long ago. Okay. No,
4: I was working in Dallas, and, and she stopped by to see a show, and so we uh, we visited. She, I mean, I still. And was... how
0: was it? How was the conversation? Was it...
4: good? You know, I mean, like she's got her life and she's doing her thing, and I've got my life and I'm doing my thing, and uh, she's the only she's the only gal I've been divorced from that I still get along with.
0: Couldn't mm. couldn't we engineer some way of you getting back together? Now you, have,
4: I mean, I don't think there's
0: no way it could work. Um,
4: yeah, I don't think it. How can you be that
0: in love with somebody? Okay, so you're that in love with her. You have a name tattooed all over you. Well, not all over. I mean, there Pretty was close. there was still you know there's still room for someone yeah. else. Okay, but there's a, there's a lot. what's this gigantic tattoo? Well,
4: so so this said station right here, I had that one fixed, right? <laughs> and then and then the the uh, the chain. Oh my god, that, that said station. But I also had that one fixed. Oh,
0: you had that turned into a chain? Yeah, just a chain. But, uh, okay.
4: And then this this is interesting. I had my uh, her name tattooed on my finger for the wedding band, and uh, and a buddy of mine. He goes, I don't, I don't have the laser ability because he's owned a tattoo shop. I go, okay. He goes, but I've got this other technique for removing tattoos. So uh, he injected acid.
0: Oh, in, boy.
4: In, in my finger, and uh, I, I, it's a bad idea. It's Ugh. really uncomfortable. I,
0: I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if you were sort of fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Just
4: <stand up>. yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you seem to be so intelligent, and they're not, they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, I can still be smart and have mm-hmm. a life that's a shit show.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Apparently. I really could be a music writer. I swear <laughs> to God, if I could just collaborate with either, either one of you. You I'll totally
0: could. I mean, you know, we could another hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so what is she doing, Stacia? We, we have to get out of here in a minute, actually. But what is Stacia doing?
4: She's living in Texas, and she works uh, in the school district.
2: Okay.
0: So what went wrong? What, what goes from being so totally in love with someone that you absolutely devoted to them and you have their name tattooed all over your body to i can't go along with them, you anyway. oh no i didn't what?
4: leave i didn't leave her so what did what happened i uh i was in atlantic city uh for two months in 2018 july and august and um every day was uh you know phone calls and tags love you i miss you blah 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 and then july 31st i got a te- uh no i got a phone call july 31st it's like i love you but i'm leaving and uh, I go, oh, I go, are you divorcing me? And she goes, well, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. And I go. Oh. And so then two days later, she sent me an email. She's like, well, yeah, I got an attorney. I'm, I'm divorcing you.
1: <laughs> so she, so Stacia didn't
4: stay. She did not stay. Mm. She was not forever. Check that out. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. explain anything.
0: Well, exactly. She just, she just decided while you were away that she wasn't going to be married to you anymore. Did yeah. you find out any more detail than that? Not really. That was it? Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. You know, and, and, and that's, and that's it's
1: weird, you know, because I've met women that do some weird, weird shit to you, you know, like emotionally. Like they'll, they'll be like all into you and everything's good. But as soon as you like, like, like you're, you're mentioning putting a tattoo, like I said, I will tattoo my name on you after two months. That most women would run for the fucking hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to you say anything like closely to I love you too soon they yeah. are running for the hills mm-hmm. so it's just it's, i mean but you know it doesn't it, you can't call it i guess it's not a. she uh, got a tattoo
4: this like two months uh like uh, uh three or four weeks in or whatever it was she got a tattoo the same day i did so right. I, I go like you know, i could see it's a mutuality
1: a there, and she goes know? yeah she's yeah, like
4: yeah. i could i could absolutely see that as well and we, right. we got t- uh, tattoos at the same time do you think is
0: anything to do with alcohol involved here
4: <laughs> no I, I, that would be such a great, uh, like, if not excuse, reason, something. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't mean she's an alcoholic. I mean,
0: your love and infatuation for her wasn't no. fueled by. No.
4: Although, drugs she, was and fun, all? she was fun to drink with. That's what I got there. Although, impression. I don't know if she cheated when we played games because I, I, I lost a lot.
0: Mm. <laughs> Man, okay, that's a hell of a story to go out with. <laughs> okay, so listen, if someone's listening to this and they think they would love to come and see you performing somewhere. Flip's name is Flip Orly, O-R-L-E-Y. Where right. do they find you? Other than fliporly.com of uh, course.
4: You know, I mean, f- Facebook, backslash Flip orly, Instagram, backslash Flip orally YouTube, I'm going to be in Birmingham, Alabama, July 31st and February 1st. <coughs> I'm doing a lot of uh, private shows over the next couple months. So um, You do
0: like uh, corporate stuff.
4: Yeah, a lot of, and a, a lot of corporate stuff so far the early part of this year. And then throughout the year, I'm going to be in D.C., Dallas, Houston. Yeah, man. Uh, Tempe, Arizona, Prescott, Arizona, um, probably West Palm Beach, Florida, possibly you live in
0: Lafayette, do you ever work in New Orleans?
4: Um, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you off air. Oh, really? Yeah. I contacted someone, and I'm waiting to hear back. Oh, okay. So I don't, I, don't to... want, yeah, I don't want to throw that out there because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. They might.
0: You could always work here at the Maple Leaf. <laughs>
4: that would be interesting. At <laughs> uh, oh, Calderon Station, you know,
0: on Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happens on Wednesdays?
1: Open it's mic It's comedy night, yeah. <laughs> that's it? And it's, I mean, it's real comics that show up, you know, that's mm-hmm. on tour. Oh, really? And, and then, you know, you have your new, your amateurs and stuff, you know. Hey, there you go. I thought that's about it. doing it one, one time. You know, Stand you know? up. I was like, nah. Yeah. Comedy. Your, what do you mean Just not? talk about my life, you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I think you should. Nah, I, I mean, try it, you know. Here's the thing. If you're, a, if you're a firefighter, a police officer, or in the military, and you have a bad day, right? Probably your last day you get up on stage tell a few jokes or stories about your life and people don't laugh bruises your ego a little bit then you go home you go to bed sun shines the next day nothing to lose okay, okay. Just Take saying. it takes
0: a lot of courage to get Take up in get front up. of people
4: not if you don't look at them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right flip this has been great thank you for coming all the way down from Lafayette to hang out with us. Before we go, let me just tell you first about Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics Underneath sells fine lingerie and Basics Swimming Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. And the show is also brought to us today by the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who are doing some awesome work, actually. They create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture and heritage here in New Orleans. And if you'd like to be a part of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as one solitary dollar, you can become a member of our Happy Hour family. This has been a pretty interesting show. Claudia Cravazzo was supposed to be here, but she had some sort of emergency. Kind of lucky she didn't make it. I don't know. Maybe fate has a strange way of Working things out. Hopefully she'll come back that. another day. So Lenny Green, it's been great to meet you. Thank you Thank so much you for being here. Me. We can see you at the you. here at the Maple Leaf. Yes sir. Every every first Wednesday
1: of the month for twenty twenty. It's Nola Reggae live with Renard Poche, myself, David barard Keiko Kamaki, Earl Smith Junior. You can also catch me February thirteenth, right here at the Maple Leaf. Okay. Valentine's Day special Come bring your bring your, <laughs> bring your bring your bring your bring your bring your your special date. other, yeah, and your, okay. and your dancer shoes.
0: What's the weed smoking situation with the reggae band? You all high as hell, aren't you? No one in the band. Smokes, smokes weed. weed. <laughs> is that, That's you, crazy. Are you technically still that, a reggae band if nobody except uh, <laughs> except you? Except uh, hmm? somebody. I heard okay, <laughs> I, I was wondering if you could technically be called a reggae band without smoking weed. Isn't it part of the uh, Rastafarian I th- culture? I th- yeah, it is. I think uh, it
1: is. We need um, to get with
2: it.
0: Yeah, you're right. Actually,
1: you know, I, I may have well, to uh, double down. There yeah. you go. All right,
0: <laughs> gotta be all in. And Flip, thank you so much for coming all the way from Lafayette to hang out with us. Thanks it's for been having me. Appreciate it's it. Great. There's been totally worth it as far as we're concerned, I have to say, right, Andrew?
3: Great storytelling
0: all yeah, around. Yeah, really. This has been a pretty great show. Yeah. That's happy hour for another week. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our music producer is Monique Pyle, Christian Unruh as our music consultant, and Thomas Walsh as our technical director. And today's show is engineered by Colin Peard and Asher Griffith as our Facebook Live feed director, who put this whole thing on Facebook Live. If you didn't see it on Facebook Live, you listen to this as a podcast. Go to Facebook and look for our It's New Orleans Happy Hour page and see what's going on here down at the Maple Leaf. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock, our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. <laughs> our address is on our website, it'sneworleans.com. You can also check out many other happy hours we made before this one, as well as some other shows that we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Rishudi, Live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, and our an award-winning podcast about death, Called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at it'sacadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la and you can keep up with us between shows on a bunch of time sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can find those links on our website, itsneworleans.com. You can find photos from the show on neworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page and other places as well. These photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur, and you can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleurphoto.com. If you listen to us on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. If your podcast app has a share option, try telling a couple of friends about Happy Hour. The show was recorded live today at the Maple Leaf on Oak Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com on behalf of Andrew Duhon, Everyone else around here at the table, the Maple Leaf, and back at our office at Iono Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I will see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.